eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. All right, welcome to the post game podcast with the Jerry in Minnesota for uh, Rutgers. I've got the Eddie Scazzeri joins me. Hello, Eddie. Hello, podcast people. Oh yeah, so I got one for you here and see um, see where you're at on this one. So All right. uh, for the Christmas holiday season this year, I was trying to uh, think of things to get to, like, you know, family members and mm-hmm. things. And I always thought. I, I like to give like gift cards, but not like a like a restaurant gift card, but someplace that uh, I like, and maybe I will go with them. Like uh, mm-hmm. you, you come down. Uh, so for with my uh, my sister Debbie and her husband, I got them a gift card for this Italian place just outside of Bradley Beach. Is that the one we went to? It is the one we went to. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, it was a place called Al Ponte. Yes. We I took the uh, show staff there when yes. we came down for the Memorial Day show. Yep, it's a great. It was a great restaurant. Uh, really good food. I like the people that work there. One of the things that has always surprised me though, it was never packed. Like it was busy, and I always made reservations, but you probably didn't need reservations. Uh, yeah, and when we went, it was not empty, but about maybe. 60% full? Yeah. And then I also also uh, take into account I'm going at 5 o'clock in, on a of Friday. Course. You know, maybe the crowd doesn't get going until later. So I was like, you know, my uh, sister and brother-in-law would really like this place. They love good food and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. I said, so I'm going to get them a gift card for there. But cheap me also thinks like, what if this place goes out of business? It's You know, if you get like a, a gift card for like the Capitol Grill, there's multiple Capitol Grills. It's mm-hmm. not going to go to waste. But I thought, no, I'm going to, I'm going to, this is, this was my idea. This is where I really want to take them. This is it. So I get this gift card probably Christmas Eve. In early January, they go, after the holiday, they go on, uh, they normally go on a two-week break. Mm-hmm. 
They're not coming back. Oh. But they sold me a gift card on Christmas Eve. They wow. had to know they weren't coming back. Yeah, 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 for sure. That's uh, that's not right. That's uh, that's lame. It's very lame. And then people listen. If I go and complain on the Bradley Beach Facebook group, I'm going to get the old. D- d- oh yeah, well at least you're not them. Their whole lives are gone. I get it, but you also scammed me. They did by selling me a because you don't know. It wasn't a surprise. Two weeks later. That you went out of business. And it brings me to this idea of like, there are certain air, there are certain places and this, or certain locations, and this is one of them. Nothing works there. For what reason? I don't understand how this happens. I'm sure you see it in sure. either Metuchen or Edison. There are just certain places where certain restaurants, no matter what you put there, it doesn't work. And I don't understand. And how long had that place been there? I feel like it had been there two or three years. Mm-hmm. It was to the point where Gina was sick of going there because I'd be like, uh, she'd be like, what are we going to do for dinner? Al Ponte's. Yeah. And she's like, oh. Right. I go, you know it's good food. You know we'll get a table. We don't have to wait. Parking lot. Parking lot. Thank you, Eddie. Parking lot. It was right by the headliner down mm-hmm. there. Yes. In Neptune. But for whatever reason, multiple restaurants have been in there and they all fail. And you would think that's a, a good spot to be in because of the way the road is. And yeah, it is. It's an awkward. It is. It's a very busy section, intersection sort of situation where if you don't know where you're going, you can easily miss the driveway. It's like that circle thing. Yeah, it's there like in a before circle. You go over the, uh, whatever, whatever. Is that the Navis? Uh, Not the Navis. Shark River, maybe. Shark River. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like I don't understand how there are places like that 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 are locations that just don't work and it doesn't make sense. Yeah, there's one by me. The uh there was a there was a very successful or or the most successful place was the Pan Pantages Diner. But that closed and it's been like since I've been living in that area and it's right on uh as you come off like uh, the turnpike or four forty because they all intersect there. It's on the right before you get to uh Amboy Avenue off of Main Street Woodbridge and it's um it's been like six different things and it's currently closed. Yeah. What's also interesting is that when you go to open a restaurant, you've gotta know hmm. five straight things have failed here. Mm-hmm. And yet you have confidence still to go sure. mind spot's gonna be the That's spot. That's right. I don't know what oh man, that is so risky to go into a business like that. It is, yeah. And and so many of them just open and close, open and close. Yeah, so like what happens to this, whoever owned this restaurant? Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't a chain restaurant. So whoever owned this restaurant renovated this place to make it look really nice, mm-hmm. all the equipment that goes in there, they clearly have a lease, lease that they owe on. Like what happens to that family? I, yeah, I don't know. But one thing I know is that they, they got an extra $200 sure on the did. way out the door. They sure did, Eddie. Scam city on mm-hmm. me on that one. Yeah, I just uh, I wondered about that. There's there's a place, another place on Main Street in Bradley Beach, which before I lived there was a place called Nona's. It was an Italian restaurant. Similar situation. Really good food. And in a pinch, I always knew I could get a table in there. Like mm-hmm. it was never busy enough. Then it turned to a steakhouse. Same situation. 
And now it is a place that has a location in Metuchen called Hatch. Oh, yeah. Hatch 44. Hatch 22. Hatch 22 or Hatch 44, whatever. Or, yeah, what's yeah it's one of those. A play on the Catch 22 situation. Oh, okay. Hatch 22 then. That's now there. And it's busy. Like, to, it's tough to get in there. It's a breakfast and lunch breakfast place. Breakfast and lunch only, right. So I, I hope it succeeds. And it would real, it would throw off the system of everything in that location failing. Although, but it's a different kind of place. If you know breakfast, yeah. lunch, different situation than you know Friday night, Saturday yeah. night situation. Yeah, that just really like I I don't understand how that happens. And then yet, and then in this in the same way as I don't understand how a place fails based on that lo- on a location that doesn't seem like a terrible location. Mm-hmm. And then everyone thinking they could be the one that is able to beat the 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 trouble right the trouble spot i like coaches who take chances on a player and they say i i can turn yeah. this guy around i know he's uh yeah he's been kicked out of five programs but mm-hmm. i see the potential yeah which brings me to an interesting email i got concerning restaurants that i would like to uh, share with you as well here eddie already uh this says a uh, question with the high cost of going out to eat now would you prefer a restaurant with great food and service, but no ambiance, dead inside, not a lot of people eating, or decent to good food and good, decent to good service, but has some liveliness to it? Context. My wife and I went out to eat last night, no kid, we had a babysitter, and tried a new place. Food and service was excellent, but the place was dead inside. To be fair, we went on the earlier side, but we went after 5 p.m. But we were looking for a more upbeat night, seeing as we don't get out much without our 16-month-old child. We were hoping the bar in the restaurant would be busy after our dinner to have a drink, but even that was dead. So we ended up going home, put a bit of a damper on our night out, even though the food was really good. This comes from Ben. What are your thoughts on that one? Uh, I would probably say... Unless I'm with like a large group of people, I would want a little bit of liveliness myself. Me too. You know, a little bit. Not a hundred percent of the time, but most of the time. Yeah, yeah, it is tough. There's a pizza place in Belmar called uh, Pizza Heaven, and now I think they do a lot of takeout. I think they do a pretty good takeout Mm -hmm. business, but they have really good food there. Like not just the 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 stone fire pizza or coal fire pizza, whatever they call it. They have like vegetables that they'll put in that oven. You know, like they're they're, they're doing unique things. It's really good food, and it's dead in there. Mm. And again, it's a place like I'll go with Gina, but it is really dead in there. It's like it's it's almost like I'm just eating in my dining room. Right. So that that. While I like to go there because I don't have to cook and I can get really good food, there is no ambiance to it. And has that been there a while? It's it, it was a previous pizza place called Doughboys, and it is now Pizza Heaven. Mm. I mean, I hope they're surviving and doing well based on their um, takeout, but it's a vast place. Like, it's a place like you could have a party in there and not be bothering other people. Mm-hmm. Like, there's... it's. It's like multiple rooms. And it just, man, either I hope their rent isn't crazy or I don't know. But it has no ambiance to it. 
And I'm yeah. with you. I think I need a little on. I, I just a, not a ton, but something. Yeah. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I brought this up to Jerry, too, about, like, I don't understand how restaurants go under so much. And I know they do. Because, you know, the the markup on the food is high. Mm -hmm. Your waiters, waitresses, and bartenders are getting $3 an hour. And then we're tipping on top. We're tipping them. We're paying for them. So I don't know where all the expenses is coming in that these fail at an alarming rate. Right, because there are many restaurants, even ones that eventually fail for whatever reason. That, like, you guys talk about all the time that they're packed. You know, and right? That, and then people are going out. Still. People are still going out, no matter what people say about the economy, mm-hmm. what they're saying about prices. Mm-hmm. It is still hard to get reservations at places. Mm-hmm. I'll look sometimes, I'll use those like the open table app, and I'll look and be like, well, there's they have a table at 4.30 or 9. I'm like, wow, so you're telling me that you are booked solid all the way until 9? That's great, but then you'll hear about it going out of business. And and the to the cost of going out to a a nice place for four people is going to be three hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, at least right. If you yeah. get drinks, and that's the other thing. Like that place, this Al Ponte place I'm talking about, they had a liquor license, mm-hmm. which is not easy to get in New, in New Jersey. So you figure every drink they're selling, they're making a huge profit mm-hmm. on. But then Jerry brought up that time about, you know, what does it cost to get a place with a liquor license, right? Mm-hmm. That's got to be a lot. Why can't we just anybody serve alcohol if it's legal? Yeah, I, I don't get it. Weird, right? Yeah, like my favorite place in Metuchen, uh, Seville Cucina, they don't have a liquor license. Now they have, but it's, you know, you bring your own. Um, and they have some sort of a, well, they used to. I don't think they do now currently. There's some sort of loophole where if you have a New Jersey winery, yeah, you can sell their wine. But only I think you can only pick one winery. Yes, correct. That's right. And you can have like a two reds and a, yeah. two whites or something like that. Yeah, I've seen a more recently more restaurants having that. Yeah, and the New Jersey wineries have improved certainly over the last twenty years, but it's hit and miss. Now, would you be more likely to bring your own bottle in that situation? I always bring my own. You always do. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of the quality of the wine? Correct, because it really, you don't know what you're getting. Yeah, that's true. And it's not like I'm researching, you know, wineries. The BYO places are the best because, I mean, you just chop that bill. Oh, yeah. And uh, that place that I, I like that I mentioned, they no corkage fee. <laughs> Which is nice. Oh yeah, corkage or op- opening fee. Correct. What is- are they when those when restaurants do charge that? What are they charging? 
I could be like ten bucks or something really? like that. Yeah, it's it's a, that's another. To get you two glasses and uh, yeah, it's another scam. I wonder if it's better for a restaurant. Like if you're opening a new restaurant, is it better to have a liquor license or not? Like, is it better to put have to put all that money up out up front for a liquor license, but be able to make that profit, or is it better to just make the profit on the food? I think liquor license because yeah. it, it brings people in and it will bring people back. Some people don't, you know, like the idea of having to remember to bring their own stuff. Yeah. And also, you're, you know, then how? What am I bringing? Am I, am I bringing wine? Am I bringing beer? Am I bringing both? Because I'm going out with friends. One likes wine. One right. likes beer. Or one wants a mixed drink. Yeah, I think it's better to have it, and then people are more likely to come back if that's high on their list of things like to have a drink with dinner which for many people it is yeah i always feel awkward bringing beer into a place like that oh yeah i've, I've seen people bring six packs in yeah a little, in a little cooler even yeah that's what i end up doing uh-huh. like with a cooler but it mm-hmm. feels weird like when you bring a bottle of wine you either can walk that in Mm-hmm. or they have those nice wine holders you're for the whites to, to uh white wine because that's usually chilled Oh, okay. Red wine is not. But I mean, they even have like for red wine, they have like the leather, sure. the yeah, leather yeah. cases mm-hmm. that look classy. They don't, I, I've looked for like something that would look classy for beers. Or like for me, if I'm if me and Gina are just going, she doesn't drink beer. I'm gonna bring two bottles of beer. Mm-hmm. That feels weird. Like I I I end up putting it in like a little uh, a little cooler, but feels like I feel childish. Yeah, walking into a restaurant with a cooler. Exactly. And a lot of people don't want to be bothered yeah. with that. So I would say definitely better to have a liquor license. Plus, I don't think, I think at a BYO place, now some places may let you do it. I don't think they're supposed to let you do it. I don't think you're allowed to walk in there with a bottle of vodka and a mixer. Uh, the, the Yeah, I'm not sure the laws, but I've You've seen, seen pe- it. Uh-huh. 100%. <laughs> Just wheel in a, a little mini bar. Right. Here I am with my bottle of vodka. And Who needs tank. drinks? Yeah. Right. Could I roll a keg in right. Hmm. Yeah, I think liquor license for sure is, yeah. is a is a big is a big help to any new restaurant. You're right. Plus it gets people that to be able to go and sit at a bar. Correct. You're definitely not bringing mixed drinks. Right. Also, like, oh, you know, it's about a twenty minute wait, why don't you sit at the bar? That helps. Right, sit at the bar. I saw somebody on Twitter or one of these social medias that said they miss. Remember when you would go to a restaurant and it's a place that doesn't take reservations. So you, you get there, you put your name in. Mm-hmm. And nowadays they will text you when your table's ready. Right. But the thing they used to give you, the the thing that would light up and vibrate. Right. Yeah. The yeah, excitement yeah. of that. Uh-huh. When you would, when Just your thing waiting. would light up. Yeah. yeah. And you feel like, did it move? I think it's, you know, it's in your back pocket. Did it move? Yeah. Cheesecake Factory used oh, to yeah. do that. Yeah. Now they just text you. It's not as fun. Yeah. And by the way, Cheesecake Factory during peak times, still packed. Insanity, right? Yeah. 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 And, that's and one of those that places. there's that place, uh, Jose Tejas. Up yes. On, still. Packed. In Woodbridge. Like, if you, yeah. Yeah. On uh, route uh, route one, route one before nine, right before nine, jo- uh, uh, joins it right by the Woodbridge Mall, and it's like if you go at certain times, it's like insane, insane. And it was like that in when I was living in Woodbridge in like two thousand and three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You couldn't get in there. It's mm-hmm. still like that. Oh yeah, 
and it's great. It's great food. Yeah. Great. Like it's the best Mexican food that I, I'm aware of around. Yeah, you love it. And I, Good we stuff. go there, you know, four times a year or so at least. Yeah. And it's fantastic. And they're fast. Uh, no dessert on the menu. They want to get you out because they, they know they're going to fill that table right, right back up. So there's no desserts on the menu. And the, the food, you know, it's a Mexican food, so it comes out fast. Nothing too elaborate. And, uh, yeah. And inexpensive. And right. liquor license. Right. That's why they're, they're moving you out quickly, but it's not going to cost you a lot. No, it's not. Yeah, you can get out of there with a drink for two people, 50 bucks. That's not bad. Fantastic. That's not bad. Right. They give you the chips and salsa. Yes. So you're not appetizing anything. Correct. A couple bottles of beer. You go there around like, I remember that place used to be crazy around like happy hour times. Oh my God. Yeah. Because people would be slamming double yeah, drinks. The, the first few times, like when we discovered it, because I didn't know what it was for the longest time. So I was like, you know, it's only been maybe like 10 years that I've been going there. But, uh, and then the first couple of times it was like, I tried to go at normal times, forget about it. But with our schedule, it kind of works out that yeah, we can go eat dinner there at four o'clock. It's okay. Right. Or three 30 or whatever. Perfect. I love it. That mm-hmm. is one great thing about this schedule. Yes. Man, you get in there. If you could be in a restaurant by five o'clock on a Friday or Saturday, mm-hmm. oh, it's glorious. Right. But like during the, during the week, like a lot of places aren't open until five. Yeah. I know I do love when I'm sitting there and like if you sit down, you get to like on a Friday, if you get to a restaurant at five o'clock and then at like 515 while you're waiting for you, you're looking around and going, this place not doing so great. <laughs> you know, it's 515, right? right? Exactly. Roll up here at seven o'clock. What do you think is the biggest peak time for a Saturday night dinner at a place? I'm going to say seven o'clock. Yeah. Some of these people go like making nine o'clock reservations. You gotta be crazy. Because there's there's a new uh, Mexican restaurant in um, called Mexamoto in Metuchen, just opened about whatever after, uh, right before the right before the holiday. Because Doug Wells very kindly gave us a gift card there, and I went online to try to make reservations. I had to go three weeks out to get a five thirty on a Friday. What? Yeah, yeah. On whatever it's either Resi or Open Table, yeah. I forget which one it, it was, but I had to go three weeks out both times. I went to make because I we made one for I think February second, but then something came up and I had to cancel. Oh, I had to switch, and and then I had to go. We're going f- Friday the whatever first of March or second of March, whatever that Friday is. Crazy. Gina's theory is that. Restaurants only have a certain number of tables that they put on open table or resi. Mm-hmm. And that if I tell her, nope, they have nothing available, she's like, call them. Yeah. I never do, but I don't know if that's a true theory. Or I not. would believe that. I would believe that. Because you got to think open table's got to be getting something for booking Correct. that reservation. Yeah, they, they get a cut. Probably probably put my boys Al Ponte out of business. Mm-hmm. And I, my, our local pizzeria, like one time we were driving back and we ordered through one of those because he doesn't have like his own, but it sits on something, you know, those, yeah. how that works. And when we came in, he was surprised it was us. And he was like, oh, yeah, we use the the thing. And he's like, oh, don't do that because <laughs> they it hurts them. Yeah. They get like, you know, the the place takes such a huge cut. It's terrible for them. Yeah. Like the DoorDash mm-hmm. type of things. Yeah. 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 
So for, for the local places, I always just go. Jerry uses something called Slice, which is just for pizza places. Mm-hmm. And he says that the, that the pizza place says it doesn't, like it's a much smaller cut because they just deal with pizza places. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know why that became inconvenient to call a restaurant. Yeah, like I... Yeah, for me, I do not mind picking up yeah. the phone and calling. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, I, I don't I make mind a big it deal at all. Of it. it isn't anything, right? But for you, you you don't like you don't go to any place where you can't book online. Well, what happens is I tend to forget about them because mm-hmm. I I look on those apps to see what's busy and what's not busy. So if you're not on the app, I have to remember. Oh, there's that place, but they're not on the app. Mm-hmm. So that's tough too for the restaurants, right? Do you want to be on the map? on the app and be discoverable to people. Right. But then they they whack you. They do. What they should do is they if you come in with the app and that's how you found the place and booked the place, when the person meets you at the front and you say, oh, reservations under did they should go, next time give this number a call. Yeah, just well, call us. Well, fit you in wherever you want to come in. Something right. Like that. I don't know. Some bull crap. And like I wonder that. how long you're locked into those places. Like, is it a yeah. contract where you're... Locked into Resi for yeah. a year. We need answers. Someone uh, mm-hmm. send me a message on Twitter. Yeah. I'd like to know that. All right, let's do the warm-up show. Sure thing. I did that with Mr. Peter Schwartz today. You did. Now, the rest of this week is interesting. We've got uh, Jerry and Geo tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Jerry and Geo Wednesday. Geo and a special guest Thursday. Geo and Jerry Friday. Mm-hmm. And I think I'll be doing tomorrow's post game and thursdays even though jerry's here tomorrow oh, okay. he's gotta leave and do something oh oh right okay so and CeeLo in for jerry all week so you know if you if you hate when eddie fills in on the podcast i'm sorry it's gonna be a bad week for you people it is but uh yeah let us know about uh, eddie and i are ignorant in the uh restaurant business mm-hmm. we asked some questions here today we did if you have some answers we'll follow up tomorrow because we had no answers. We have no answers. No. And until then, see you. So-